saying. But as the Lord began to talk to me this past week, He began to, to talk to me about pleading the blood of Jesus. Yes. Pleading the blood of Jesus. And I can remember when I was a child growing up every night that my mama would put me in the bed at night, me and my brother, and she would pray over us. And there was, there was one thing that she would always say that's always stuck with me all through my life, and I'm 53 years old now. But all through my life, there's one thing, Sister Michelle, that my mama would pray over me. And she would say, Lord, I plead the blood over my children. I plead the blood of Jesus over my children, my husband, myself, my property, all that you have blessed me with. Tonight, Lord, I plead the blood of Jesus over that. And many times through the day, I can remember as a child, Brother Chuck, hearing my mama say, I plead the blood of Jesus. And you know, as a child, I often wondered, what does that really mean to plead the blood of Jesus? Oh, I knew about the blood of Jesus. And I knew because I had been taught that Jesus died for me and that he gave his life for me and he shed his blood for me. But as I remember as a child, I often would say, I wonder what that really means that my mama would plead the blood of Jesus. Uh, it knew, I knew it meant something. It was very important. Uh, amen. And I would always think about that. Uh, and I would say, Mama, you plead the blood of Jesus over me every night. And I asked her one night, I said, Mama, can you tell me? I was probably about eight or nine years old exactly what that means. Uh, and she said, Baby, I'm praying uh, the protection uh, of the blood of Jesus over you through the night. I'm pleading the blood of Jesus. I'm here to tell you today, church, the blood of Jesus is powerful and it's still just as powerful today as it was then and even before then and back thousands of years ago. The blood of Jesus is very important. Amen. So to plead the blood of Jesus, I began to ask the Lord. He brought that back to me so strong this past week. I said, Lord, give me a spiritual insight as to the definition so I can tell the people the depth of pleading the blood of Jesus. Come on, come on, come on. And as he began to speak to my spirit, he began to say, it means to speak the blood of Christ in prayer to God the Father. It means to claim His blood as a protective shield against the enemy. It means to say, I have an offensive weapon against the spiritual forces of Satan. It basically means praying a protection over. Come on, help me preach. It means to pray uh, a protection over. I plead uh, the blood of Jesus. Because when you mention the blood of Jesus, uh, there's no devil in hell uh, that can win any battle uh, against you uh, or against any of your family uh, or can even put his finger on you uh, because you are covered uh, by the blood of Jesus Christ. Uh, and there is nothing more powerful over your life than the blood of Jesus Christ. Somebody give him praise. Amen. Yes. 
as God began to deal with me, He began to share some points with me. Uh, and He talked to me about a few things to minister about the blood of Christ this morning. Uh, and, and what exactly did He do uh, or what exactly was accomplished uh, on the cross of Calvary? The first thing that He began to talk to me about was He asked me a question in my spirit. He said, Karen, how does the blood save you? And I begin to think of all these things I could say. Well, it's this, or it happens this way. How does the blood save you? The blood saves my soul from sin and saves me for eternity. His blood saves me from my sin. What is sin? Anything in your life that is against the oracles of God. Anything in your life that can and will separate you from God is sin. And the blood of Christ saves you from that sin. You might even put it like this, saves me from myself. Amen. And saves me from an eternity that would cause me to be separated from God. But for the blood. But for the blood. Now I'm about to get ahead of myself because I get excited when I get to talking about the blood. But I want to read you a text that the Lord gave me over in Revelation chapter 5 and verse 9. I'm going to read them real quick and then I'm going to make note of them as I go through what God has given me. Revelation 5 and 9, And they sung a new song, saying, Thou art worthy to take the book and to open the seals thereof. For Thou wast slain, Jesus Christ, and Thou hast redeemed us to God by the blood out of every kindred and tongue and people and nation. Now I want you to note that part of the verse where he said, you are worthy, Christ, to take the book and to open the seals. Why? Because you're the one that was slain. You're the one that gave your life. You're the one that has redeemed us back to God. You have redeemed us by your blood out of every kindred, tongue, and people, and nation. Jesus said this day, I believe with some of the words he might have said, y'all watch, I'm going to make all things new this day when my blood is shed on the cross of Calvary. Yes. Somebody give him praise, amen. 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 This day, I'm going to redeem mankind. This day, the wedge that man put between my father and them, I'm going to step in. I'm going to be the propitiation. I'm going to pay the price that needs to be paid. Amen. So he saves my soul from sin, from myself, and from hell. Because if we got what we deserved... We know where we would be, right? Now that last text that I want to read is in Revelation 12, verse 7. And the Word of God reads, And there was war in heaven. Did I give you the right ones? I think I did. 
Michael, and his angels fought against the dragon, and the dragon fought and his angels. Verse 8. And prevailed not, neither was their place found them anymore in heaven. Next verse. And the great dragon was cast out, that old serpent called the devil and Satan, which deceiveth the whole world. He was cast out into the earth, and his angels were cast out with him. Verse 10. And I heard a loud voice from heaven saying in heaven, Now is come salvation and strength and the kingdom of our God and the power of his Christ. For the accuser of our brethren, I'm going to get to this scripture in depth in just a few minutes, uh, <coughs> is cast down which accused them before our God day and night. Verse 11. And they overcame him how? <coughs> By the blood of the Lamb yeah. and by the word of their testimony. And they loved not their lives unto the death. I want you to hold that in thought. And we'll come back to that in just a minute. But the first thing that God began to deal with me about is how the blood saves us. And we know that sin, according to Isaiah 59 and verse 2, sin separates us from God. Right? But your iniquities have separated between you and your God. And your sins have hid his face from you that he will not hear. Sinners walk around, pray. They pray, they pray, they pray. Why ain't God doing anything? Because he's not obligated to them. He does not hear them. They've not received him into their life. They've not received his blood yet upon their life. Sin separates us from God. But the shed blood of Christ reconciles us back to God. Amen? So I am thankful for the blood of Jesus Christ. Amen? Are you? Yes. Sin, listen, is a stain on us. For which there is no stain remover except the blood of Jesus Christ. Amen? Sin is a stain on us. We are born into sin. We have the ability in us to sin. To say things we shouldn't say. To do things we shouldn't say. It is a stain that is upon us. But Jesus Christ is the stain remover. Amen. 